Welcome to the Perfecting Your Practice podcast, where we will talk about finance for the healthcare professional and medical practice owner. This series is brought to you by Bankers Healthcare Group, the leader in financing solutions for healthcare professionals. Since 2001, BHG has worked with more than 100,000 licensed practitioners to help them reach their financial goals. Perfecting Your Practice is designed to talk about ways you can invest in your career and practice in order to set yourself up for success. Now here's your host, Chris Panabianco, Chief Marketing Officer at BHG. All right, we're back for another episode of Perfecting Your Practice podcast four times in a row, Nicely guys. done, well done. Nicely know, done. We, We've carried these podcasts over the last few weeks, and Gene and Jess, uh, they know that I have a hard time saying those, <laughs> those simple words. You do. But I'm really trying. Uh, I don't know what happened so quickly, but we're already in Q3. Uh, it seems like yesterday it was January, and you know my, my special guests here – are experts in the topic we're going to cover. So most people probably aren't thinking about taxes right now. It seems like we just paid them, uh, but obviously it's the middle of summer. And today we're going to talk about some people who beg to differ that it is not too <laughs> early. And this Come is a topic. Accountants. Yes. And there is a taxes. wall for those of you who can't see us. There's a very big wall between me and these two. They're going to keep me awake on this one. As I said. <laughs> You're the marketing uh, guy and we're the financial th- people. This is the start this is of, a, of a bad joke. You know? yeah. A marketing guy, a tax accountant, a CPA, and a columnist all yeah. walk into a bar. All walk into a bar. Uh, yeah. Uh, so again, I'm going to ask you guys this time, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Jessica Page. I'm a CPA, spent about 10 years in public practice, and now I work uh, about four years in industry, work with BHG right now as the senior tax manager. Awesome. And I am G. Marks, also a CPA, hardly earned and hard, <laughs> hard worked and, and earned. Um, and I spent uh, nine years at KPMG uh, back in the day, and now I run my own company that's a technology management and financial consulting firm. And I also write in a bunch of different places, including The Guardian. The Guardian. So we were talking about calling me Sir Gene Marks. Sir Gene. <laughs> I, I promise not to say that again, but it just rings. It just rolls. It and rolls so well. I'm yeah, hoping that if I keep doing this when he does get knighted, he's going to give me that call. Chris, uh, yeah. come on, buddy. Come I, need, I need some brand. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, the, yeah, tax season is over, but some folks might might have asked for an extension. They're planning to file in October, uh, so they should tax, act soon. Tax season never ends, Chris. It never ends. Let's just, let's just throw that out there. It's it never ends. ends. I'm in trouble, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be a you know, long. Tax is never. Yeah. It's never nope. over. It's, it's kind of like in Syracuse, where like the winter is never over. We have two weeks. Yeah, you yeah, just had. Is. This is the first time you've been back that the the grass is green. Right. So, you know, again, why don't you guys, you know, what's the first thing they should do? If it, if it never ends, what should we do? You know, it's a great time. We're halfway through the year now. You're probably just closing your books on June. Um, it's a, it, so you're halfway through your, your calendar year. It's a great time to take a look. How, how are you doing compared to where you thought you would, you would be at this point? Are you, you know, kind of on track revenue-wise? Have you made the investments that you thought you were going to make? Um, you know, and, and it's not a terrible time to call your advisor too and say, "Hey, can we can we just go through? We're halfway through the year. Can we can we take a look at where I'm at?" You, know, you probably have touch points with them quarterly anyway, but um, this half half year point is a good time to, to check in. My guy's getting a call tomorrow. <laughs> he ignores me. Well, yeah, the smartest business people that I know, and I don't care if you're running a one person business or a thousand person businesses, you're always thinking ahead. And uh, taxes are—I don't know if you know this or not, Chris, because you're in marketing—but taxes are expensive. They take Every up a year, lot. Every year they are expensive. Yes. yes. I mean, they, when you add it all up, the sales, local, you know, tax, federal tax and all that, you know, you're coughing up 20, 30% of your income is going to, you know, one government or another. 
and uh, it's a big deal. And and the people that I know that really know what they're doing, they've learned the hard way, and they they plan stuff out. And so exactly what Jess is saying, like we're in the middle of the year right now. You should be meeting with your accountant now. You should be looking at how the first six months of your year went um, and making sure that your accountant, he or she, is completely up on where you are and uh, make some suggestions and recommendations. One of them that I thought was with uh, with tax reform. I forgot if you and we talked taxes months ago, you and I, just, but um, I forget what your answer was to this. But like now tax reform has had a big impact on tax rates for both path, pass-throughs yep. And C corporations, you know, like they've reduced rates there, or whatever. And you know, I don't. You're I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are because I'm. We're telling our clients right now, sit down with your accountant. Yep. Have them run through the numbers as you are right now. If you're a pass through, like you're an S corporation or a partnership, or right, um, have them with the new tax rates where you are, and then have your accountant do the exact same thing and pretend you're another entity. Like if you're an S corp, pretend you're a C corp, or if you're a C corp, pretend you're a pass through. Yep. And then and see where where it all comes out. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a worthwhile exercise. I've actually run through it myself. Um, it's a little more complicated, of course, than it sounds like it should be. Right? Mm. It seems like it should should be simple. Here's the rates as one. Here's the rates as the other. Um, in the new law that they passed, there are a lot of exceptions. Um, restrictions on the different deductions you can get. They tried to equalize the two enti- the, right. you know, the different entity types, um, but they put a lot of rules in place. And so it makes it does make the calculation a little bit complicated. So, you, so uh, I wouldn't suggest necessarily trying to do it on the back of a napkin. Right. Um, de- <laughs> right. You know, definitely have your advisor take a, take a stab at it. And then still just maybe hold off a little bit. So we're expecting that they're going to write some regulations because these are such confusing rules. I've heard a rumor... Maybe next month. Mm-hmm. Could mm-hmm. could be six months from now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but if you are on the cusp, if you look at those two different calculations, and it looks like wow, making a switch from one to the other might might really be beneficial. But we're really close to falling under maybe this exception over here that would change right. things. Right. Just you know, still be patient. Um, it's worth looking at, thinking about, really digesting. Um, but it's a big decision if you're gonna if you're gonna do that. So um, you know. Definitely not a time to rush into anything, okay. but it's absolutely worthwhile to start thinking about it and doing, you, doing the calculation for it. Wouldn't you agree that like the healthcare professionals um, fall because again, there's these rules for these pass-throughs, you know, and for service businesses in particular, and some service businesses can't take advantage of right. some of these pass-through rates. And if you're a healthcare professional, um, you might find yourself in that situation yep. more so than if you were a traditional, I don't know, manufacturer or retailer. Correct, and so even you, on top of that there are income thresholds where you you may be able to even as a service business so that's correct there's layer upon layer of complicated and like you just said it's complex and some of the rules might be clarified over the next you know couple of months hoping yeah (laughs) but it's even more of a reason why if you're a healthcare professional um you actually unfortunately i hate to break this news you're like in the middle of it all yeah right now you know it's it's murky and um that's the reason why you got to paid that much more special attention right. but if it's like everything else in life you get out of things what you put into it and if you ignore this or yeah. you're lazy about it you could be like giving up a lot of money yeah absolutely you know? yeah that's what i say it's worth you know get that calc going get that conversation started and then when those rules come out to clarify things it won't take long for your advisor to update based on exactly those rules. and then you'll and then you'll have at least already started the conversation the considerations and you'll be able to just in that much better of a place to make a decision and one final thing chris is the um don't even 
say it from your advisor or your accountant or whatever, like, oh, you know, this is uh, hard to do or I don't know what's hard. This is not <laughs> no, hard but... <laughs> for an accountant to do, right? You're right. It's not a back of a napkin right, thing. Right, exactly. It's yeah. a spreadsheet thing. Yes. I mean, if you're a healthcare professional, you get a buy because you're not an accountant, but any accountant can do this. So stop with the complaints. Just tell your accountant, sure. do it, <laughs> you know, because I need to know. So one of the questions we hear a lot with tax reform, with everything going on at this point of the year, should I make investments in my practice? Should I buy that equipment, get it out of the way now, or should I wait? Can you guys kind of walk, walk our listeners through that? Do you need it? Mm. That would be my first question back to you. Do you need the equipment? If you need the equipment for your business, you need to buy it. I think that's that's my first take on it as an advisor. Don't you laugh? Sometimes it, I meet people that will they'll spend something, something stupid for their business and they'll be like, oh, but I get a tax deduction uh, for it, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but... Uh, I've never what? said that before <laughs> in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's tax deductible. So it's yeah. like, but you didn't need it in the first place. Right. Why do you even like, care right. about this tax? Good advice. What about retirement? No, wait, wait. Before oh, well, you know, we'll yeah, go back. Okay. We'll go back. I'm Hold sorry. on, because I, we do. We I'm should sure talk about. Yeah, retirement. there is. Yeah. One thing I, I, I want to also add on investing in equipment because just as right about whether or not you need it, um, you can now, depending on the size of your business and other criteria, you can immediately write off like up to a half a million dollars. In some cases, a million dollars in equipment that you buy. Wow. That includes yeah. computer equipment as well. And with tax reform, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here, new there are new rates um, like accelerated depreciation for cars. Okay. So talk to your accountant about, yep. you know, if you if you have a vehicle that you use in your business, maybe you've got a truck or something, you've got equipment in it and whatever, um, now might be a really good time to buy, you know, a new vehicle uh, because there are now some new rules about quickly accelerating. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't trying to be flippant with my answer, but, <laughs> but you know, that should that should always be your first question is do I really need it? Sure. Um, and then there are, you know, again, it's a great time bring it up with your advisor. Hey, I've got this this great piece of equipment. I, th- I think I could really use it. It's going to help my practice. Tax consequences, and they'll be able to tell you right away. Here, here's what it's going to do to your estimates, etc. So. Oh, I've got the tie into BHG right now. Okay, gonna, perfect. Love yeah, this one. Yeah. I don't know if I can allow that. So, here's the here, here's the thing, though. You can um, you can buy this stuff. You if you finance it, as long as you put it into service, you get the deduction for it. So theoretically, it's not like you have to pay for it. You can finance it. Sure. And therefore, um, and get the full tax deduction in that first year as long as you place it into service. So a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have the money, you know, to do this or whatever. And well, that's not the case. You can finance it. How about that? Huh? I, that I, I, I didn't even Pretty pay Gene for that. That was amazing. We should have afterwards. afterwards we should have we'll, we'll BHG talk. music come in now, <laughs> and you know, but we, have, we have a nice jingle. Um, so again, walk me through. I, I did bring it up, and uh, obviously we need to take a step back. But mm-hmm. what about retirement? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's never too early to start. If you don't have a retirement plan, if you haven't really considered it, start now. I mean, this is tax considerations aside, just general life planning. It's never too early to start. Something today is better than nothing. Are you putting away money for retirement? I am uh, now. And, and, you know, in, in all sincerity, before I had children, I didn't really – I was going to work forever, live mm-hmm. forever, and I'd be fine sitting on a beach somewhere. Mm. Uh, but now since having children, it is – I'm maxing out everything. And fortunately, we have a great employer that contributes to your 401K. But I, every dollar I can, it goes in there. Yeah. It's good. It's another place for your advisor to come in too with, yeah. with different suggestions of types of plans you could be in and, and- – 
So if you are a lot of you have a lot of different options as a business owner. Um, if it's just you, you could put money away into an IRA. Mm-hmm. If you've got your own little business and it's just you as well, um, you can have a, a simple employer pension you know, plan, which is you just put money away again. There's limits to what you can contribute every year, but that's also another option. And if you get bigger, I'm assuming it be you guys have a 401k. Yes. So you have more, those are very you know simple to set up and inexpensive, and therefore your employees can contribute, and then you can contribute as well. And the more they contribute, the more you can contribute. And it's it's pre-tax, and you put money away. My kid just started work a year ago um, at the, like he graduated college and he's like a super cheapskate you know you learn about this about these kids as they get where older where did you learn that yeah I, right where did you <laughs> learn that from and um, he like on his own he's been putting money away into his 401k plan that's he's great like 23 yeah awesome yeah I, I was like wow that's I'm like dude 20 years from now you're going to look at that account yeah. and you're going to be like I'm so glad I did yeah. that I know? think back to all the things I spent money on uh, that I could have and it just it, it hurts. It's yeah. it hurts. sad when I think. I've been looking back at all of your police reports and the records <laughs> and all of that stuff, stuff that you spent. It's easy. Oh. It's on Google. It's all there. Um, you know, again, I think it is very important because people are listening to this and it's never too late. It's That's never the too other late. message that I, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, it's never too early, but it's never too late. Right? And some other plans that you talk about, not just retirement plans, but uh, tax reform has changed um, some rules over the 529. Do you have a 529 plan? No. So do you have five twenty nine plans for your kids? So guys, listen up here, okay? So All right, Gene. I, I have educate a notepad. us. Yeah, where is it? A five twenty nine plan is where you put money. It's after tax. You've already paid the taxes. You put money away in the five twenty nine plan, and it grows tax free. And then you can take it out without any penalties and all that, as long as you're using it for education, higher education okay. in the future. So I'm assuming your kids are going to go to college someday. I don't know. <laughs> Nowadays, with the costs, I, 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 was I, pe- I pegged one as a you know a fireman. One's going to be an engineer, yeah. or a, uh, a, yeah, an like electrician, a and a plumber. So the amount of money I pay my, my I pay my plumber yeah. nowadays. My, my three year old wants to be a ballet dancer, so also a yeah. smart yes. move. But it's a limited career, <laughs> yeah. right? Right, right. Success early, and then a lot of rehab, yeah. right after that. <laughs> we actually had something like that in, when I lived in Florida, mm. uh, and I can't remember the name, but you would put money. They're all state. State, okay, state so it was 529. It yep. was, it was yeah. likely a 529 plan, and you put the money away. The other, what, what changed with tax reform this year is that they um, now you can put money away, and you can take it out for private school and religious schools as well. Yeah, so if like if you've got little kids, and That's you're like, hey, point. when they get to high school, I'd like to send them to the local private school or whatever mm-hmm. it is you can again that's you can take the money out without any penalties it's grown tax-free and you can use it for that tuition so that's also another thing the other thing with tax reform we talk about retirement is um, the government is now encouraging you to set up 401ks so if you have less than I think a hundred employees you can check me on that um, and you set up a 401k plan um, you can take a five hundred dollar tax credit every year for the next three years wow. just because you've set up a 401k plan for your employees. So they're trying and to- And that's, that's important to too that. for a lot of practices and a lot of our listeners. They may not have a, a huge practice. They may have five to 10 people yeah, you, and you can even do it- Absolutely. And then you get a ta- and it's a tax credit. So it's like whatever taxes you owe, it comes boom, right that's off great. that. That's great. That's great. What a great recruiting tool too. It yeah. is. For, to keep yeah. your employees. It is. Because you don't see that a lot in the smaller businesses. No. You know, I know when BHG was growing, we would bring people in to interview them and tell them we actually had a 401k even when we were small. Right. And they're, oh, wow, there's not a lot of, you know, small companies that right. offer that. And so. I, you know, I got I think that's insane that, you yeah. know, that, that companies don't have them. I think they're the nominal cost to set up. Some banks will do it for free. There's financial providers. 
providers. Once you get it set up, um, again, you could put money into it and then you encourage your employees to do it and then that benefits you. Sure. And when you run a small business, I found um, sometimes people get they, they get older, they don't put enough away for retirement. And it, when people are in a situation where they need money, sometimes they go back to their employers and they're like, you know what, I, you know, I, can I, I've seen this, you know, and, and the employers are like, hey, I'll, I'll step up and I'll help you with some, you know, whatever. You don't want to be in that situation no. 10 years from now. So the more you encourage your employees to put money away for retirement, the better. All right. Are there any deductions our listeners would be surprised to learn about? Well, according to Jess, there's the- no deductions. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, the IRS has wiped out all deductions. We, we've cut her mic, Gene. Yeah. She's okay. <laughs> Why do you say that? Uh, no just, you know, there were some really surprising things that came through with this tax reform package. They had to pay for, partially pay for some of it. Mm. Um, you know, it wasn't completely paid for, but they did make an effort to. And some of the common deductions that we're all used to getting are off the table now. So what do so, we still have? What, do we, what can we, if we decide to itemize, like, um, give me a good one. See, yeah, all the, all the, all the negative ones are popping They're in my all, head. Oh, yeah, all the stuff. I'll give you a go. So that there's the mortgage deduction is still there. Okay. You can still do that, right? Yeah. Up to seven hundred and fifty thousand. What you can't see is the look but just just gave Gene. Just <laughs> like, no, that's not. It's still not as good as it but used to. But not your home equity, unless it's on improvements to your house. That is true. Okay. Uh, there's a medical deduction. Is still <laughs> there's still there. medical deduction. And I'll that's give improved, that. by the way. It's <laughs> okay. actually a little bit better. There's a, you still have the charitable expense yep. deduction. That's true. So that's all good. But you have to itemize to do that. Yeah. And I think that the, what the government – remember, um, the government says, uh, you know, President Trump and his campaigning was that we're going to fill out our taxes on the back of a postcard. Yes. Okay, that's probably not going to happen anytime <laughs> soon. But um, the idea that th- of simplifying it, they've increased the standard deduction. Right, right. So um, th- you might see that at the end of the year. You know, you've, you've been itemizing for years. And suddenly you're not. You're right. gonna ask your you're gonna ask your tax preparer, well, what's going on? I mean, this seems awfully strange. And it's just they've they've changed the calculation now where that standard deduction covers a lot of the itemized deductions correct. that people used to take. That's correct. So now like if you're married filing jointly, the standard deduction is now twenty four thousand dollars. Right. So if you're married filing jointly, unless you've got itemized deductions that are higher than that, you're probably gonna be taking the standard deduction. Yep. That'll simplify yeah. yep. things a lot. Absolutely. So, that's good stuff. Great. I mean, that's informative. Look at Chris still away. I'm still here. Right? Yeah. Now I have to know. It. This is a question a guy. we haven't even talked about. But as you're giving advice, when you're doing your own taxes, because I assume you do your own taxes. I do not. No. Oh, no. that's right. You, you don't want you me got... doing your taxes. <laughs> Jess, when you're doing your yes. own taxes, what music are you listening to? Oh. People oh. want to know. Um, <laughs> uh, it depends on... Um, whether the numbers are looking good or not, if they're not looking so good, it might be a little bit, uh, a little, a little heavy metal in there. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Yeah. When, I was, when I was reading my tax returns, I put on Mozart's Requiem. There, yeah. And how'd that work for behind you? Me. It just it set the mood perfectly all right. for all the tax that I had to pay. I'm like Jess, Metallica. Yes. You know, I just need something to get me through. Yeah. For just, some reason, but I'm going to take your advice now. My kids are now going to have college educations yes. paid for. I'm going to get my tax consultant. I'm going to go and have them tell me what to do in Q3. And I am going to buy that equipment because I need it. Excellent. Good. <laughs> Can I get any other parting words out of you guys? You know, what what else would you like our listeners to take away? I know it's Q3 and yep. we, we've hit a lot of things. We have hit a lot of things. Don't be afraid of don't be afraid of taxes. That's my biggest thing. Okay. Just you know, it's it's a complicated subject. You pay someone to help you with them. Nobody wants to think about them. Everyone hates it, rolls their eyes, but 
don't be afraid of it. You know, you really you can under you can understand it more quickly than you think, and and having a little bit of understanding of what it is that you're paying because you're paying a lot, um, it can go a long way. So, my party was uh, to pay your estimated taxes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, it's always a good idea. And when you're when you're on your own, if you're like a freelancer or you're whatever, and uh, it's your accountant is saying like you've got to pay these quarterly taxes yeah. in, pay them. You know, I mean, it's even the penalties and interest aside, uh, you, you ignore it and then you're like, really? And, you know, suddenly you owe a lot of money. Yeah. That can get scary. Yeah. And, yep. and like, just, just said, we all hate it. We all, everybody grumbles. Mm. We, you're, believe me, you're not alone. We all hate it. But that's just, that's what it is. Great. Well, can't thank you guys enough. It's always a pleasure sitting with CPA and tax oh, sure. professional. <laughs> uh, you know, again, Jess, give our folks a way to get in contact with you. Sure. Um, best way is probably email jpage at bhg-inc.com or LinkedIn. Okay. And Sir Gene? On Twitter, at Gene Marks. Not Sir Gene Marks. <laughs> at Gene Marks. One day. Yeah. One on day that. we'll have it. I <laughs> uh, can't thank you guys enough. Again, Thanks, uh, everybody listening, we thank you for listening to Perfecting Your Practice, the podcast, five times. Wow. This is amazing. Applause. This will be, I will be eventually fired here. from hosting this, got this podcast. Um, my name is Chris Panabianco. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer at BHG. Thank you guys for listening. If you'd like to continue the conversation, please email me at chrisp at bhg-inc.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. That's all for today, folks. Once again, thank you, my guests. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. For episode notes and worksheets, please visit perfectingyourpracticetoday.com. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with your peers. Thanks for listening to the Perfecting Your Practice podcast, presented by Bankers Healthcare Group, the leading provider of financial solutions for healthcare professionals. To learn more about BHG's working capital loans, business startup loans, credit cards, and patient financing, visit bankershealthcaregroup.com.